you can host the best backyard barbecue. You can find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today by supporting the Going In Raw Patreon. You can enjoy access to the live taping of the show, exclusive merchandise, and patron-only episodes, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. Yeah, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. And available wherever fine podcasts are. Larson, where can they find us? Larson, wow, you're really distracting me. Uh, say YouTube already, youtube.com slash Stephen Larson. We're also on the Patreon at patreon.com slash Stephen Larson. You must have hit the camera earlier, huh? No, I didn't. At some, at some point, the camera moved. That's weird. Must be some sort of ghost in here moving our Good thing we're getting out of here soon. Though. Yeah, man. Uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash Stephen Larson, all sorts of uh, contribution tiers, awesome, awesome rewards associated with those tiers, including $20 tier, the Friendo Care Package. We just print, signed 30 of these yesterday. I'm sending them out this weekend. Correct. For all the February patrons and the people who have hit me up. Uh, saying, hey, I, I was a patron before. Where's my care package? And I say, I got you covered, friend. I oh. got your care package to get. I got it covered, friend. What a pleasant voice. I know. I know exactly. Somebody calls me up for customer service. Hi. I, I'm, I'm looking for customer service. Kind of like your Undertaker voice. We're also on Pro Wrestling Tees at ProWrestlingTees.com slash going in raw. Actually still wearing shirts that we sell at our store. Fun wrestling. Mecha Santa. Here's all of them. Oh, it is working. It is working. Well, this is working, but then the record button doesn't work. It's a very temperamental apparatus. <laughs> it really is. Elgato designed an AI that, that knows how to push my buttons. How about that? It's very clever. You like that? Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, this is, of course, the... We don't really call it the dirt sheet anymore. You call it that. Yeah. I don't put it in the title anymore. It's just going in raw. That's just what we do. We just do going in. Right. Matt Chat's the only encounter, the only two shows that have uh, that are uniquely branded, I guess. Yeah, that's right. We're going to change all that. That's the weekend programming, though. No, we're going to. I think that should remain. Well, we're going to change certain things. Certain, you know me. I like to dig. You just like to change for the sake of change. No, I don't. We're going to rebrand soon when we get to the office. And at that point, all that was old will be gone, and all that is new. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Will anyway, be all old again. There's news this week, Steve, that we, we must, must, we must talk about. W- would you classify this as a big news week, a mediocre news week, or a no news week? Is it a non-news it's week? kind of a mediocre news week. Yeah. There's some stuff to talk about, but... Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of non-news in this episode, but it's all big non-news. Yeah. Stuff that we feel you probably want to know. Yeah, exactly. So let's kick off. I don't know if you heard, Steve, but John Cena is not going to be at WrestleMania. Oh, no, that's not true. He is uh, two, three days away from capturing, this is his words, from capturing the WWE title at Fastlane, where he will then move on. Hold on. To make it a triple threat against AJ. Yeah, that's on TV. That's kayfabe. He, he told Sports Illustrated that he's not going to be WrestleMania. 
What? Well, that or sounds least, like news, or, Larson. What or at least he said he'd be cool with not being at WrestleMania. Gotcha. <laughs> he's, like, he's, in, he's in my boat. I don't want to go to Randy. Yeah. He didn't like all the flashing lights in his face. I, guess, I don't like flashing year. lights, man. Uh, anyways, Sports Illustrated spoke with John Cena this week, and he had some interesting things to say about his participation. Was this Justin Barrasso? Well, he was. He wrote the article. I don't know if he actually conducted the interview. Does he know it was actually John Cena or not? Uh, I would hope so. If it like the he, meeting. he said that Ray Mysterio thing was going to happen. That didn't happen. Hold on. Well, Ray got hurt. I'm just so it might not ever happen. Crap. Uh, so as I Cena had to say about his participation in this year's Mania. First, uh, he was asked about facing Ray Mysterio, as Justin Barrasso reported last week. Uh-huh. Cena said, "Ray Mysterio. Oh, sorry, Ray Mysterio is great. I'll say that, and that's all, and that's what I could say about Ray." <laughs> but. Cena seemed pretty keen on a completely different story from Mania, and that's him not being there. Oh, he loves this story. Yeah, here we go. Are you ready? i got to do this whole thing in Cena voice. Okay, go ahead. Ready? <clears throat> what a great story be for me to miss. You have to buy a ticket. That The year doesn't stop at WrestleMania. We do Raw the next night. Now imagine if the stalwart, the statute, statute of the WWE, has to look inside himself as a crisis of confidence yeah. and ask, do I still have it? After being left out of the biggest show of the year, he continues... I'm fortunate enough to be in the spot right now, but it's not like, thanks, WD, for what you've done for me, but deuces. Deuces. I'm out and never speaking to you again. All things considered. Oh, shoot, I slipped back into Larson. All things considered. With everything coming out, I wouldn't mind my contribution to WrestleMania this year being an absence. Whoa. If that's my role in the story, I'll play it. So he's <laughs> totally cool missing Mania, man. He's <laughs> like, I got like three movies I got to do. Yeah. I think he really wants to say deuces. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, got a lot on my plate right now. I uh, really just want to take some me time, and I feel like uh, the beginning of April is a great time to do that. Uh, last year, they had these strobe lights that uh, really just bugged my eyes. I didn't like it. To be honest with you, I really don't like crowds either. <laughs> but, John, you've been wrestling in front of them for your entire career. Well, you know, as you get older, you start to dislike a lot more things. One thing John Cena dislikes is a lot of people in one place at the same time. Um. Yeah. I. I. I mean, that's great that he's. I think it would be a great story for him to miss it and have to buy a ticket. Now, is he saying he would? He doesn't because he's talking about buying a ticket. No, I think he'd be a comp. So he'd be. There. Well, you'd think, yeah. But he's saying right here. Well, that'd be the story. He'd have to buy the ticket. Is he taught like? So is this kayfabe or not? You just said that. Before it wasn't. Before it was well, kayfabe. Said on TV was kayfabe, definitely. Yeah, but then you're saying that this is kayfabe too. No, I'm saying it's not, but it could be. But <laughs> God damn it. Anyways, it's kind of ridiculous. I mean, I, you have to appreciate that. I mean, what he's doing right here is selling his story that he doesn't have a real. Yeah, but he's not referring to it as a story. He's not saying he's not conducting this interview as in kayfabe. He's talking about how him not going to WrestleMania could be part of a you great know what, story. You know what, frankly, this sounds like. John Cena is just... John Cena understands that he has done literally everything Everything. you could possibly do in the WWE. And so the only other logical thing you could do... at WrestleMania. Yeah. The only other thing you could logically do besides that, which is what's going to happen, is just just not be there. Yeah. The only other thing I could do at this point is not be there. Yeah. And then he doesn't point to the sign. Yeah. He, He goes like this to the sign. I know. There you go. There's the no, 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 the Kimbe Mutombo. Yeah. So it'll be interesting, you know, uh, you know whether you believe uh, Sports Illustrated is reporting on the Ray Mysterio versus Cena storyline or not. It seems like that, regardless, is in jeopardy because Ray um, he heard his, to a, uh, a tour 
at least a part of his left bicep, so it seems like he will be out of the equation for WrestleMania. Yeah. Don't know if Samoa Joe's going to be healthy in time for Mania. Don't know what the Undertaker status is. I mean, Meltzer's still convinced it's going to be seen in Undertaker. And if and when Cena loses at fast lane, shows up on the Raw the next night and goes, well, no WrestleMania for me, lights go down, gong hits, Taker comes out or at least shows up in the Titantron, it's still conceivable that could happen. I don't want to see it because Undertaker's old and doesn't seem like he'd be wrestling anymore. Oh, it's going to happen. But if a Samoa Joe comes out, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, here's the thing. John Cena will be fighting. The, 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 the larger issue of this is this the, the, the idea that there's, as stacked as Mania is already shaping up to be, mm-hmm. there are some key players that are in danger of missing the show or yeah. having woefully underbooked uh, yeah, roles on yeah. the show. Yeah. This John Cena one is an interesting one because it's, He's, he is, I mean, granted, some of this might be in character because we know he's going to be there, but also there's an element that he's reflecting on his character and he's getting to the point where, and I don't know, I, I don't know, something tells me for the next 20 years, John Cena will be appearing at every WrestleMania in some way, shape, or form yeah. because he has built his identity, especially with you know his strongest base with his, with his wrestling fans at this point. He's built his identity on... One of one of his three, you know, John Cena things: hustle, loyalty, loyalty, and respect. Loyalty, you yeah. know, yeah. loyal to the company. He's always there. He's never turned heel. He's referenced the fact that he's never turned heel before. Yes, and even in this interview, he says he's not leaving WWE. Right, probably ever. Right, he's always going to have a, a, a role in the company in some capacity. But he seems at least cognizant of the fact that the John Cena days are kind of probably coming to an end. Well, he said that previously that his body can't. Stand. Yeah, over the last twelve months, we've yeah. heard multiple times yeah, his body can't withstand the, the the road schedule anymore. That kind of stuff. And so it's interesting that he is just incorporating that into the John Cena experience as we mm-hmm. know it in the mm-hmm. WWE. So it is kind of interesting. Um, the, these next two are, are really kind of interesting. Well, there's um, three, three items here speaking about uh, prominent and yeah. important uh, wrestlers maybe not having a, a role at Mania, at least not having one defined yet. Um, these are all courtesy of Wrestling Observer Newsletter. First, C-Bar. They're the Raw Tag Team Champions. You think they got to defend their titles on the show. You think Meltzer so. says maybe not so much. Right now, this is from the newsletter, quote, right now the plan is for no match with Sheamus and Cesaro at Mania for them to be part of the show in an angle of sorts, but they are part of a lot of things on Raw, on the Raw side that are still in flux. Sheamus has, uh, over the last week or two, been issuing an open challenge for Mania on Twitter. It's hard for me to believe he wasn't yeah. given the okay to do that by someone you know, up in the executive or in the creative departments to do that because they're setting something up. Yeah, I know. They wouldn't be saying words that they're not supposed to be saying on TV. They, that generally doesn't happen. Or like if he did that on Twitter... And didn't get cleared. I don't think he would do it again. He did it again today. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That's twice okay. he's done it. Okay. So there seems to be the ball rolling in some sort of angle for Thebar going into Mania, some sort of open challenge type deal. So we've heard was a PW Insider saying that uh, uh, they heard that the plan was for a team not currently paired together, as not currently a team. Yeah, not currently paired together as a team. To, to take on sort of like a surprise pairing. Yeah, yeah with speculation being, being that it could be Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt if the uh, ultimate deletion happens on Raw versus WrestleMania. Which apparently is supposed to be shooting today, the today day we Thursday, filmed it, yes. which is Thursday. Um, so that's really cool. Um, I would I would totally like that. I, would, I think it'd be really interesting, Bray Wyatt. I mean, they're, Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy, I, I've appreciated the feud because it gives, Matt, uh, it gives them both something to do that is more than what they were doing before. Um, and then we get, you know, the ultimate deletion coming up. That should be a lot of fun. 
and that they they still they have two very different vibes. You know, Matt Hardy is is goofy supernatural, and Bray Wyatt is menacing supernatural. With at times being unintentionally goofy. Yeah, true. And so I don't know. I, I kind of like this. As, I, I like that as a team. And on top of that, it lets Jeff Hardy, um, who's Pursued, been cleared apparently yeah, by uh, whoever did his surgery, shoulder surgery. Okay. Uh, this is from uh, Pro Wrestling Sheet. Still awaiting clearance from WWE doctors. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, it would give it would give Matt something to do at Mania, and it would give. It'd be a, hopefully a bit of a refresh for Bray Wyatt, mm-hmm. who's been mired in lackluster creative pretty much since he debuted. For well, <laughs> yeah, since I mean, it's been hit or miss. I mean, you know, the last time he was in something decent was literally a year ago. Yeah, we all see how that went now, and we see exactly how that went. It was trash. Yes, it was. So, uh, so that's kind of interesting. I mean, I think you know, it, I like the idea. I mean. It, I would find it hard to believe this is true, that yeah. there is no match in, in mind for them. Um, I mean, the WWE, they have in the past sort of set things up. I mean, they've done this a lot. Set things up without having an answer to what the deal's going to be. It could lead to them. Like, they could have no answer, and then they end up going to Mania and calling out nobody and saying we're the best or something like that, and then the next night AOP comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be entirely the Entirely plausible. Yeah. Um this this next one is the most infuriating, though. I agree. It's terrible. Braun Strowman, he should be doing something. Yeah, that. you know, he, we had heard at first that he was going to be taking on The Miz for their continental title. That seems to be scrapped, at least for right now, because it's been uh, announced Miz versus Seth versus Finn at Mania for the Intercontinental belt. Mm-hmm. And we also heard within the last couple of weeks that Strowman was kind of um, the, the backup plan should anything happen with either Roman Reigns with all the steroid business or Brock Lesnar with uh, these negotiating tactics that, you know, that we think is work mm-hmm. in terms of him, you know, not really fully participating in WWE product leading up to Mania. So a uh, newsletter said this, backup plan for Sherman right now, if he's not moved to Universal title shot, would be some type of non-wrestling gimmick thing. Okay, so, so he's not going to have a match. This is the only thing that I could possibly conceive He has of. to destroy something. Well, Elias. Elias doesn't have a match right now either. He's embroiled in a thing with Braun. Mm-hmm. I could see them take... Because they've done some really creative, really fun things. We're huge Elias fans. We're huge Braun fans. Yes. So I love the idea. God, I, and I wish whoever suggested this to us didn't suggest it because I'm simply going to be annoyed when it doesn't come to pass. Although I think the... Didn't the newsletter say something of the possibility of Elias joining the IC title thing too? Oh, maybe I didn't or was that, that some? Maybe it was too many, uh, two different people. Oh, uh, Joe was one of them. Yeah. I think it's been mentioned previously that Elias, both Elias and Braun, could be uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. a title match. Have Elias host WrestleMania. Yeah. I cannot think of a better. That is such a great yeah, idea. Yeah, that is a great idea. That is a, an absolutely fantastic idea. And every time he tries to do some hosting thing where he basically usurps the show, where he takes the show over, Braun comes out and runs him off. And then it happens a couple more times during the show. Is it a waste of Braun? Yes. Completely, absolutely. Should he be in the universal title scene? He should be eating up every single title there is. Yeah. But they have their plan, they have their story, and they're confident that Braun, they can, you know, they can pull the trigger on him at any time. Yeah. You have to appreciate the fact that, because I believe, I do believe that they're keeping Braun from anything solid until they know for a fact they're going to go Roman Brock. Um, So you have to appreciate that, you know, he's their... Their backup, their, univer- B, yeah. their backup universal champion, essentially, yeah. which is yeah. a pretty big, that's a pretty big role. Oh, yeah. Um, so, you know, that being said, it is it is a shame that they don't have, you, my thing is this, you would just think that, and maybe that's, that's what this is alluding to, 
but you know that they would have a solid plan B for Braun. I know. Um, and I mean, hopefully they do, and hopefully it'll be entertaining. Well, you make think the most of you them. You think at least they would have uh, something in place for Braun that he could be easily, easily removed from? Yeah. Right. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, should everything go as planned with the Universal title scene, there's still something for him to do since he's such a major part of WWE and such a draw. You still have him there. And not not some sort of non-wrestling gimmick. I'm not huge on that. I mean, unless, yeah. unless it had to do with him coming out at the finish, you know, after Roman wins and holds up the title, if it's Braun who comes out and immediately destroys Roman uh-huh. or something like that. And the ring. He's got to destroy something. He's got to destroy stuff. That's what's yeah. thing. He's got to destroy stuff. Yes. But I think the, the, the thing is the Braun-Elias stuff has, I, in my opinion, has been so entertaining and worked so well. Mm-hmm. I could totally see them translating that to the bigger stage to WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, and that could be fun. Get... Elias to host WrestleMania. Yes, that'd be a great idea. Please do. It's so. It would be so perfect. His iron is so hot right now. I know. It would be great. Um, and uh, other news as far as people who won't be involved in anything major at WrestleMania. Newsletter also talks of Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn who are involved in a bit of a, a breakup right now. Um, right this now, is, this is a tragedy. Right yeah. Now. Rather than having a one-on-one match at Mania, according to the newsletter, apparently, quote, the current plans have Owens and Zayn and the Andre the Giant. Battle Royal. That is stupid. That is so dumb. You have two of the best wrestlers on the roster. And, uh, you know, SmackDown has been crap as of late, but that promo that Sammy delivered at the end of SmackDown with his Kevin Owens swerve was fantastic. It was really, really good. Why wouldn't they? It boggles my mind. They've dedicated so much time on SmackDown television to Owens and Zayn, and then now, right when the storyline is supposed to kind of reach its climax, you're going to dump it. Sorry, not dump it. Andre the Giant Memorial Bell Rose, fine. I enjoy it every year. But these two guys, if they're going to have any sort of feud, they need to have a match of their own. I mean, what's going to happen? They're going to be in the Battle Royal, and one of them eliminates the other, and then once the person eliminated, you realize what happens, they help in eliminating the other person? Yeah. Or maybe they're going to set up Shaq versus Kevin Owens. Um, it's it, no. You do, what, what you said. Look, you're right. The battle royal is fine, but I will guarantee you, especially having watched Kevin Owens 365, he would consider it a massive step down in his career yeah. to go from where he was last year in one of the hottest feuds in all of wrestling against Chris Jericho for the United States Championship, and it should have been for the Universal Championship, mm-hmm. to go down to the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. That doesn't make a lick of sense. No, it makes zero sense. And especially, like, it is, it has been the A program on SmackDown, and that's going to land in the... I mean, I know we just called BS on... on oh, C-Bar, yeah. On C-Bar. I kind of want to call BS on this, too, to I be honest call with you. I BS on all of them, actually. Right? Yeah. I mean, I can see, see them holding off on Braun. That's the one that seems the most believable. But the yeah. other two, I can't imagine. I mean, we'll, we'll find out when it happens. Yeah. I feel like I really, we need to start keeping tabs on, like, our, the sources that we're getting these things from. Yeah, yeah. On, like, who Well, knows. last year, Meltzer got, the like, the WrestleMania card. Like, two months in advance. Yeah, man, he had it all. He had it all. Yeah, so, I don't know. I mean, hey. Uh, I, he still it, seems convinced that Seton Undertaker is going to happen, so. Yeah. A lot of people mock the idea that plans change. I don't. I think plan, it's been proven. It's a fluid situation change. all the time. Oh. It would be as long as Vince is in charge. All the time. But how do you not find 12 minutes for Kevin versus Sammy? How do I you know. not find that? I know. Even on the pre-show. I don't want to see the pre-show. I don't want to see it on the pre-show. It could be a four-hour pre-show probably. There's yeah. plenty of time for matches. Yeah. I know. I, it would make zero sense. Zero sense. 
Uh, let's see here. Speaking of other things that make zero sense. Oh, my God. So, Steve, as a longtime Alberto Don't say that. Del Rio fan, Don't say that. how excited are you about a potential uh, return of his to WWE? Because PW Insider is reporting that he was recently spotted at WWE headquarters in Connecticut. And granted, they're saying that he was there to uh, film, film some Rey Mysterio stuff. Yes, interview material for a Rey Mysterio thing. Um, but they also add, quote, there have been rumblings of late within WWE that McMahon was very much for Patron, Alberto Del Rio, returning to the company as he's always been extremely high on Patron as a performer and a character. Let's see, uh, his contract runs out next month, April. And while Impact really wants him back. Yeah. Um, I know. don't even want him there, and I don't even watch Impact. I'm, I'm probably going to start, once we get to the office, I'm probably going to start reviewing that again. Yeah, I'll see if not. I watch it after we go to the taping. There you go. Yeah, probably not. Um, I don't even want him. I don't want him in Impact. And and I don't even watch it. I don't want him in the WWE. I don't want... I don't. Well, he said he wanted to do a farewell tour. That's great. I don't care. <laughs> newsletter says... I don't want to see that. Newsletter says another person close to the situation, this is directly from Newsletter told us that while Alberto does want to return to WWE, they denied there, were, there being a direct meeting. That's good. That makes sense. So, that, and, and Impact apparently is really trying hard at, tranquilo at getting him back. But didn't Alberto say he only would wrestle another couple of years? That's, I don't have a call. I'm, I'm going to be 40 this year. He's going to be at Triple Mania this year. Triple A's a like, top show of the yeah, year in August. Good. I'll watch that. It was filled with boxes last year. Remember Sexy Star? She had to rip Rosemary's arm out? Yeah. That was a Triple Mania. That was fun. Jeff Jarrett, drunk, throwing a bunch of tortillas at people. <laughs> I'll be honest. I sat there. I was like, this is a mess. But, man, this is hilarious. It's like a mess. And all, like, literally, Botchamania, that, that, that week's or that month's Botchamania was like all triple mania. It was just the entire, it was just a show from front to end with, like, the 8-bit music playing behind it. So, yeah, August 25th, triple mania, and he's not signing for a long-term deal, is my understanding. He's just showing up for the one show. So we're a long ways from August, if my watch is telling me correctly. Mm-hmm. It's five months yet. Mm-hmm. His uh, impact contract expires in April. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's five months that, what is he going to do? Um, if he can go back to WWE. Look, man, last I heard, he had like, didn't he have like a restaurant? I think that closed. Okay. <laughs> Wasn't he like out. the president of a mixed martial arts? I don't think does we need to. We need to. We need to be on the road to finding him a job. This is what we need to do. Yeah. Whenever we say something is going to happen, what mm-hmm. happens? It doesn't happen. So Alberto, come on back. Come on back. Don't tempt fate, man. Come on back, Alberto. Oh, I'm going to throw up if if I see announced. You know, Ryan Satin says it's happening. Alberto El Patron's back with the WWE. We literally filmed a countout. Tomorrow's countout is people we don't want back thanks to this rumor. Yeah, uh, his restaurant closed last November. Didn't it open last October? <laughs> it hasn't been that long. Now. How long was it open for? Less than a year. Oh, man. SanAntonio.com, so. How is that even possible? You know, the restaurant business is real tough, man. You got a lot of overhead. Well, I know, but can't you can't figure out how to keep a place open for more than more than a year? It's a tough business, man. I don't know. I'm not look, man. I'm not, honestly, I'm not... I am crapping all over him. I understand that. I totally get that. Yeah, you are. That being said, you know, I'm sure he's a nice guy. Whatever. 
Um, I just don't. I don't. I, I don't. I personally find it astounding that Vince McMahon be the third time would find anything like I don't remember anything about his last run except for he kicked Cena in the head, got the U.S. title, was teamed up with Zeb Coulter for some mildly could have been interesting stuff. The whole pairing was still really confusing. It, it was very confusing. Um, I and it it went nowhere. And then he ended up with the League of Nations, yeah. right? And pretty much everybody save for Rusev seemed checked out of that whole arena. Right, exactly. Oh, Sheamus was into it because he was champion. Yeah, yeah. But man, that was, it was lame. And I don't, I don't, I just look, man. Even Cena didn't seem terribly excited to be dropping mm-hmm. the U.S. title to him. No, of course. Why would he? It was a dud of a match. Yeah, it was a crap match. He was like, okay, I'm out of here now. Um. So yeah, this it'd be a bummer if he came back. But the, my my thing is this: we've seen what he could do. We've seen. He's he's had his he's had what three opportunities two opportunities yeah okay so he is third we know what he can do I would much rather see what Adam Cole Alistair Black Killian Dane Ricochet Leo Rush I want to see Andrade Almas oh Andrade Almas I want to see what those guys can do on the main roster spot yes instead of bringing back Alberto Rio uh, Drew McIntyre Drew McIntyre massive star bring him back look what he did. Mm-hmm. He went, he, they, they released him, he got jacked, yeah, had man. an amazing run yeah. all over the world, yeah. came back, a million bucks, right? Like, that's that's the story I want to see. Yeah. Did Alberto go away, get jacked, change everything about him to make him like an, an amazing, no, it's just Alberto Del Rio. Yeah. Why would I care about that? Yeah. I wouldn't. I don't. Don't want to see it. I don't think I really care either way. I would really doubt Triple H. I'd vastly, well, yeah, I'd, I'd vastly prefer to have Almas or McIntyre, AV, yeah, NXT Colts take that spot. Yeah, absolutely. I just, uh, it would be, it would be just another segment every week that I'd have to sit through and then not care about. What if he went to SmackDown? Yeah, that's that's where he would go. He's not gonna put him on Raw. Dad, I think he'd be great at SmackDown because Triple H knows. Let Road Dog deal with him. Why is that guy still have a job? Because he's my friend. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, hopefully that's not going to happen. Hopefully I'll be very excited if, if they announce Impact has signed him for another year. Mm-hmm. I'll be very happy about that. Mm-hmm. Anyways, are we all in, Larson? I hope so. Are we all in, man? According to my Twitter, September I am. 1st? Yeah. It's like the, my birthday weekend? It is. Ooh, our week? Yeah, yeah man. Oh, I'm yeah. all in. I'm all in. Yeah, I'll, I'll be all in, too. I'll be all in, too. Here's, this is uh, so the latest episode airplanes. of Being the Elite. Cody Rhodes, Young Bucks, self-finance show all in. we taking place September 1st. We know that. We knew that already. We knew it was probably going to be in Chicago, but now it's been confirmed at the Sears Center Arena near Chicago. I guess it's in the suburbs or something. Mm-hmm. Um, that probably means that Airbnb is going to be kind of uh, cheap. I hope so. It'll be right near there. Yeah. Let's start looking into it because we're all in. Uh, the venue has capacity about uh, almost 12,000, 11,800, which is, you know, more than 10,000. Mm-hmm. Um, Although it was kind of interesting. Apparently, last time WWE was there, um, no, was it WWE? No, it was TNA. It was TNA was there. They arranged it so it was like 8,400. It was like 8,400 because you have the ring yeah. there in the thing. So well, it'll be the ring because if it's... If it's the I'm, ring doesn't take up 3,000 spots. No, I, I but like that. the ring and then the ramp and all that stuff. All that stuff. But if, they're, if they want to genuinely get 10,000, they might keep all that minimal. Yeah. Um, but Pro Wrestling Sheet is reporting something pretty interesting. Especially for us. Mm-hmm. Quote, according to sources, there will be a wrestling podcast convention attached to the event that will feature live podcast sessions with many of the top names in wrestling podcasting as well as legend signings and several official weigh-ins for All In. Yep. 
Yeah. Yeah. Are we going to do a live going in raw Give there? the opportunity. Why not? Man, that'd be great. Yeah, man. In front of those, like, sitting there in front of 13 people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it often be a situation like on Radio Row for the Super Bowl. It's like everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Their little booze areas set up, and they just all, like, broadcast from that. Mm-hmm. So it's not a situation yeah. where you, we're not, like, doing a live podcasting from an audience per se we're here and get the buzz and the excitement of the convention with everybody else doing podcasts so smelly oh no where's gonna be might be able to get some uh some uh people to join us on the show mm-hmm. talk wrestling talk yeah. all in the state of independent wrestling how healthy and vibrant and awesome it is right now yeah first question for everybody do you when do you want to are you going to go to wwe when are you going to do you have any interest well, in going I, to I, WWE? I don't even know if we're going to we're going to get like talent on just like if other like Adam Pacitti, do you want to go to yeah, WWE? Yeah, like Brian Zane if he's there. Brian Zane, have him on. You gonna go to WWE? Adam Pacitti, have, have him on. Pacitti, gonna go to WWE? Yes, I think that'd be great. Uh, no, I think it'd be it'd be fantastic. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, you know, like I don't know when I think about this uh, versus uh, like because we were talking about going to Survivor Series perhaps, but you know like we I don't want to be spending that much money on travel. Yeah, it's a lot. And then, like, it's only right in L.A. A ticket for Survivor Series. And the main thing is, like, a ticket. One ticket for Survivor Series. Cover our airfare to Chicago. And probably an Airbnb, to be honest with you. Maybe. So, so, yeah, no, this is is very exciting. So, we're definitely all in. Even if we don't get, like, a table, just going would be awesome. Oh, I would go to the show regardless. I mean, the convention. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just sure. going. I mean, it's, it's, it's just open the public. No, oh, I'm, dude, I'm not going unless we have a table there. All right. No, because that's, come on. We're going to have a couple of shows with their podcast, and I'm sitting here like, why am I walking Ooh, around going, like an idiot? Go and walk around and network and meet people. I'll start going yelling at people. I've got this competition to me. Back when I was in the comic book circuit, back when I used to self-publish comic books, there was a dude I knew. And he, he he did his own comic book, right? Yeah. He actually worked. He actually writes for like various comic books and TV shows now. So good for him. Yeah, good for him. He's a really good networker. He's a talented yeah. guy. Yeah. But you know, trying to hawk your own stuff, it's not easy. No. And it can it can play on your ego a little bit. I never really cared because I was like, whatever. But um, you know, I remember towards the tail end of one show, he was out there like with his. He was yelling. He's like, "Come on, people! Warren Ellis said this is the greatest comic ever." Was that true? Uh, no. It was decent. The writing was okay. The art was a little whatever. But, uh, but it wasn't the greatest comic ever. That's no. Okay. And I don't think Warren Ellis ever actually said that. That either. was what I was at one of Yeah, no. True. I think he, he he said it was good. but it's Oh, not, he actually read it, though. Yeah, he the, the idea that he said stuff about it meant that, yeah, kind of, maybe. Okay. Maybe he did. I don't know. But, uh, but he would yell at people. Okay. Well, so that would be me. That would be me. All right. If we didn't get, like, a table there. I mean, if it's a convention, it's not all like like a convention. You get their money from not oh, just the gate, but exhibitors paying. Yeah, I realize that. Yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll spring for a table. Yeah, I would too. We're getting a table there. Tough would be guests. Bring we'll those. Do that. Bring yeah, I'll bring that stuff. Even though no, they might be outdated by then. We're gonna have to get new ones. Yeah, another yet another expense. Yeah, but that's what we have patrons for. Yeah, to make the show better. Yeah, you want to support going and raw? Go to Patreon. Uh, anyways, what else do we have? We got some NXT updates. Like I said, it's kind of a thin news week, but anyways, we'll we'll we'll, we'll get. And then to I it. got some. Uh, we have some questions from the Twitter. Good. So uh, PW Insider, a couple updates as far as injured NXT talents. Those talents being Bobby Fish and Drew McIntyre. First on Mr. Fish, oh. um, he was apparently seen walking around at the latest round of NXT TV tapings. No spoilers, apart from he was walking on crutches. Okay. Which, since he hurt his knee, is not a surprise. Yeah. Um, and the site reports that quote. 
The word backstage is that Fish will be having surgery later this week in Birmingham, Alabama. Probably Dr. James Andrews, noted orthopedic surgeon. But there's no, like, word on... Severity, no. Yeah, okay. No. All right, um, as far as Drew, Drew. Um, apparently he was seen working out in the Performance Center over the last several days. Mm-hmm. I think uh, PW Insider reported that he was aiming for a return roughly around WrestleMania weekend. Okay. And if he's already working out in the ring at the Performance Center, he seems like he might be in line for a return around that time. The WWE draft is right around the corner. Should you notice hmm. two things about the NXT intro now? No Drew. Yeah. And every shot that was Gargano, Chompa. now Chompa. I know. Isn't that great? I know. I know. That's awesome. I know. Stand there with the crutch. No, that is good. It's so good. The attention to detail is why I really like NXT. Dude, tell me about it. It's like they tailor wrestling exactly for us. I know. Um, another little bit, uh, just today, I guess, uh, yeah. Rich Swan uh, said that he's uh, probably retiring from wrestling. Apparently, he's been yeah, having... Yeah, on Twitter, yeah. According to, like, on Twitter, he's showing on Twitter, it seems like he's having some issues getting booked... Hopefully it's not. I mean, look, man, I want I want people to have positive things in their lives. So hopefully he's able to turn around whatever he needs to turn around and get that taken care of. Um, also, uh, Pro Wrestling Sheets reporting that Abby Late, uh, participant in this last year's May Young Classic, was released recently from her NXT contract. They don't state why, but just that she was released. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got to do this, man. Oh, shout outs. Yeah. Got to do my shout outs for the rest of February. Um, so on the Patreon, at the $1 mark, just from $1, you get a shout-out on the air. And I forgot to do uh, I forgot to do some yesterday. Oh, wow. Hold what? on. Per Wrestling Sheet is now reporting that Sage Beckett has also been released. Oh, no. Huh. Wow. They're having a bit of a purge over there at NXT. Seems like it. That's interesting. Huh. She was signed with GW January of 2017. Yeah, Same okay. time as uh, Leith. Yeah. That's a bummer. She said she tweeted this morning saying, I've given my body for 13 years. Now it's time to use my brain. So maybe she'll be diving into a different profession. Could be. Oh, we wish her the best. Yes. Uh, the following people pledged uh, to the Patreon uh, in the second half of February. So here we go. And then we're going to read some questions. Uh, Pedro Paiva, Stevie K, Javier Castillo, Austin Luff, Dalton, Liam White, uh, Steven Adamson, Will Tomo, Kenneth Rosado, Michael D. Gill, Daniel Reyes, Tyler, Michael Engels, uh, Afoxus, uh, I, I can't even read it. says Slur J.K. Blom, uh, Kyle Aaron Ward, Infamous Musso, Keegan Green, Breeze Mellon, uh, Marinko, Ryan Kokani, or Kochani, uh, MF Music Nerd here, uh, leader of the Wild Card Finals, our real movement, Jerome Murray, uh, Derek McLeod, uh, Casey Billings, Richard Baker, Dirk Malloy, Caleb Baraclow, uh, Joseph Dietrich, The Lazarus, Jacob A. DeJacimo, Jacob A. DeJacimo, or DeJacimo. Travis Andrews, Alex Wilson, Ray Sahaki, Mr. Dope, Devin Bam Bam Martinez, Aaron Hagman, uh, Methodical Monkey, Resolute Germ, Joshua Rutt, Ronty Jackson, Ben Davies, Emerald Highland Productions, uh, Armando Alvarez, Sean Woolsey, DJ Guttercat, Quinn Hodson, and that's it. 
That's for February. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Sorry everybody. I didn't do this at the beginning of the show, but sometimes things happen. Yep. And, and when I say that, I mean I forget things. Yes. So anyways. Uh, Let me answer some questions. Yeah, we got some questions on Twitter here. I put out a Twitter thread saying, hey, you guys got some questions? You got questions for us? And a little gif of Kyle O'Reilly coming out. <laughs> doing a little dance. He's a new favorite. Here we go. Nick Bartlett has a question. Okay. Should NXT have their own Money in the Bank ladder match, and who would be in it? I feel like we answered something similar in today's NXT recap. Oh, a Money in the Bank thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. We answered that. So watch our NXT recap for this week. Watch our NXT recap, and you'll get a great answer. Uh, oh, here we go. J.P. Zamet. Today's Thursday that we're recording this. Yeah. And it is, in fact, International Women's Day. So thank you to Mom. Yes. Sister. Yes. Uh, my daughter. Uh, my wife. Okay. Um, uh, Gypsy. That's my dog. Yeah. She's a, a female. She's yeah. a woman. More. Um, she's a human, though. Um, and more importantly, to all the women friendos out there. Yes. Uh, we really appreciate yes. everything you are and yes. everything you do. His question is this. Uh, your favorite women's wrestler from the past and present and why? Who are they? From the past. Well, it's Lita, I think. Yeah, man. I was a huge Lita fan. Yeah, Lita was great. She was awesome. Yeah, she... Uh, you know, when she... F- we, we first, I think, uh, saw her as Miss Congeniality in ECW. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she was doing moonsaults and her Karanas and stuff like that. She came to WWE as the uh, manager for S.A. Rios. S.A. Rios. Um, eventually went on her own. Was a huge part of the women's division in WWE. Put on great matches across the board. Tons of charisma. Top notch. I my think my thing about Lita, like when, because I, 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 the first memory I have of Lita wasn't as Miss Congeniality, because I don't know if I was just not putting two and two together. I just missed her or what. But was when she was the valet for S.A. Rios. Mm-hmm. I remember she used to get involved in his matches. Yeah, he used to do her can run those on his opponent. Right, exactly. Like I remember seeing that and being like, whoa, that was really cool. Um, so I was a big fan of hers. Um, Right now, man, I love uh, Shayna Baszler right now. Mm-hmm. I think she's doing killer work. I think the, the entire NXT women's division is just doing killer right yeah, now. Yeah, They're yeah. really firing on all cylinders. Right now, I think my favorite is still Sasha Banks. I keep on going back. I can go back to her two matches against Bayley and NXT, and it's some of the best storytelling mm-hmm. I've seen in wrestling, period. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see here. Um, Kirk Wright. Considering the current trajectory of 205 Live in terms of wrestling quality, do you think there could be a time when it's considered to be as prestigious a brand as NXT? And if so, would you be okay with talent such as Ricochet and Will Ospreay being only on 205 Live? So my answer to the last part is no. I think that 205 Live would make a magnificent mirror to the New Japan Juniors division. Mm -hmm. We mentioned this again Mm -hmm. also on today's Mm -hmm. recap. If you can go through 205 Live, you know, go through NXT, move up, and they put you on 205 Live, and then once you've done everything you can do, and granted, you have to be like, so for example, the Young Bucks declared they're going to move on to the heavyweight division. They did everything they could. They did everything they could. If you do everything you can do in 205 Live, there's no reason you shouldn't be able to say, I'm declaring to move up to the heavyweight division. Yeah. And I think in, in that case, I think that's, that would be absolutely fine. It would be totally fine with Ricochet, Will Ospreay. If they keep on putting on these matches, I think the only thing they need to do is, I think it's twofold. Number one, I think they'd be foolish not to have more talent do their own promos the way Mustafa Ali did his. 
I think if you if you do it like that, where everything feels so real and organic, yeah. Yeah. that would add so much to the show. Um, and then there was a great counter to the rest of WWE program. It would be so polished. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and the the venue, you mm-hmm. cannot keep. The, it does such a disservice to these guys that they put on these matches uh, for these crowds that are just mm-hmm. they're just dead. Mm-hmm. And it, it's it's a shame. It really is. But as far as the first part of the question, um, I, I'm hopeful, based on the new philosophy for 205 Live, focusing on in-ring action, that it will, you know, eventually, like NXT didn't get to where it is now in a day, you know, it took time, mm-hmm. um, that 205 Live can, you know, we've seen it in the network ratings lately, people are more interested in it now that the wrestling is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, give it some time, let it build up a fan base, and maybe in a year or so, it could be up there with NXT in terms of how people view the product. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, sort of to piggyback on that question, uh, Vert is a bad hombre, asks, is 205 Live going to support, uh, oh, if 205 Live is going to support a tag title, it will need more bodies. Who would make good cruiserweight tag teams? He says, currently, of course, there's only the Lucha House Party and Atami and Tazawa may need wrestlers from other shows. I really hope that they bring in, you know, they, they do another round of, of imports from other promotions in the indie scene. Guys like Sammy Guevara, um, I would love to see Trevor Lee. Well, I think Sammy Guevara is uh, at the Lucha Underground taping. They couldn't, shouldn't say that. Because <laughs> well, I got a season uh, pro wrestling sheet. Maybe I shouldn't say that. <laughs> Can we bleep his name out? Um, yeah, okay. Well, that's a good point. Um, well, but Trevor Lee's under contract, maybe. Yeah, I don't know if he's under contract. I mean, I mean, he's on Impact. I'm not yeah, sure yeah. like what his contract status is like. I'm just throwing these names out there for names that like I would love to see come in um, regardless of what their contract status is at at some point. Um, <laughs> so funny, Lucha Underground. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, I, I would love to see that happen. I mean, I'm sure, and here's the thing. So, like, I don't watch Pro Wrestling Noah. I don't yeah. watch All Japan. I don't watch, there's a ton of promotions I don't know about. Mm-hmm. I, I watch Progress and I barely keep up with who's there. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure there's all sorts of names out there. Well, even just some of the competitors from the United Kingdom. Jordan Devlin. Jordan Devlin, yeah. yeah exactly, yeah. Um, let's see here. Sean Dunn wants to know, do we think Paul Heyman will turn on Brock at WrestleMania? No. No. Paul Heyman, he would think with the ship. Yep. Uh, if they're as close as reported, I would be, I'd be hard-pressed to think that Paul would stick around if Brock wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billy Smith wants to know, if Oscar goes to SmackDown... Who will Asuka's first challenger be, and who else do you see coming there as well? Well, let's assume that she takes on Charlotte and Mania mm-hmm. in the future. Who's next? Becky? Oh, Becky. I'd love to see Becky. But if they want to go with a heel, I mean, Natalia, I, I would say Natalia oh, versus yeah. Asuka can make some yeah. good matches. Yes. Yeah. Um, Ruby Riot versus Asuka could yeah. be good. I, no, I agree with see that. that in NXT. Did she fight Asuka? She I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She had to. Uh, oh, great question. James Behan. Which superstar? Let's. Which superstar would you guys most like to get to do your next going in raw intro? So if we got invited to another oh, wow. thing, oh Bullet Club, Fred <laughs> All In, yeah, I mean, okay. Kenny and Cody, yeah, and yeah, 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 yeah. All right, say you're watching going in raw. That'd be awesome. Let's say WWE. I have two answers. All right, one is Braun. Yeah, because he can say going in raw. Going in raw is garbage. Yeah, or. If we could get Finn Balor to say going in Raw is real. My number one. That would be my number one. Yeah. Because he doesn't say real. No. That would be great. I don't know if he'd be able to do this. I don't think he'd be able to do that. I but wouldn't even ask him to say going in Raw is real. Um, That's all I'd need. Finn, hey, you know, <clears throat> thanks for the interview. Can you 
Is there any way you can give a shout out to our show? But 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 could you say going in raw is real? It's real. <laughs> we do the impression. We say, can you do it like this? Going in raw is real. <laughs> you go like this, Adam. Oh God, it'd be yeah. fun to have uh, such nerds. Ginger Mahal do it. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, I would love that. Yeah. Now I'm gonna say this to my people in my language, and he'd say, "Going in Raja, you know, whatever his language. I can't speak Punjabi. That's one of my favorite stories from my stepkid. Lacey told me that when Marissa was like super young, like two or three years old, she was at the grocery store, and there was um, a Spanish couple that was sitting there, and they were talking in Spanish, and then Marissa just started going, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, my child is <laughs> unknowingly offensive." <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh. Bilal Kizilbash. Kizilbash. Kizilbash? Bilal Kizilbash. I'm sorry for butchering your name. How soon after Cena's run comes to an end do you think they will put him in the Hall of Fame? That is a tricky question. Because at oh, what immediately. point? No, I know, but at what point does his run really come to an end? You think Cena's going to do point. a retirement match and just be gone? No, he's got at least five more manias in him. Yeah, at least. I mean, unless he takes off, unless he takes off to the raw to the rock degree, where yeah. studios are literally saying you can't you can't do anymore. it because of insurance. Yeah, right. Exactly. At that point, then you just put him in. But I mean, even the rock, even the rock's not in yet, so it's going to be a long time, mm-hmm. similar because of his longevity. And also, the door will probably always be open. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like it is with the rock. Yeah, but it's and and on top of that, on it's it's getting to the point where. But also, Kurt Angle set the precedent of being in the Hall of Fame and still being able to wrestle. And that, that's true. That's true. But also, because I was thinking, well, if there's like a year when there's no obvious answer, but it, we're getting to the point where every year there's qualified people. Like, yeah. You know, next year they could easily try to put Daniel Bryan in there, assume, assuming that things are still copacetic. Undertaker, Batista, The Rock. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's three three headliners right there. DX, Triple H, mm-hmm. China. Yeah. NWO. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Do you think uh, Eric Bischoff's the Hall of Famer? All right, let's move on. I know you don't. Too. <laughs> uh, King of Beard Style. Who will main event WrestleMania first? Kevin Owens or Finn Balor? At this rate, it's Finn Balor. Because it's hard to think that guy's going to... God, I can't believe he's going to be in the Andre the Giant battle. Well, let's wait and see how things play out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't get too upset about it yet until there's a reason to get upset. What a great question from Jesse James Helsius. What a great name. Helsius. Yeah, it is a good name. What signs are you bringing to Impact? I'm, just wearing, I'm wearing my Adam Mayhem shirt. Can we please... Can we can we only bring Adam Mayhem sign? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Book Adam Mayhem. I know. Sign Adam Mayhem. I know. Adam Mayhem for Impact. Yeah, all that. Adam Impact. There you go. That's all great stuff. Let's do it. <laughs> That'd be good, man. Oh, man. Uh, let's see here. Oh, Charlie Mercury. Power Rank. Top five Attitude Era entrance theme songs. DX. So, but I, it's not just the song. It's the entire t- Titan Tron package, all that. Yeah. I, it's, for me, it's Stone, Stone Cold. Cold. DX. I think it's Stone Cold. For me, it's Stone Cold. Y2J, yes, DX, um, The Rocks was good, yeah. but it wasn't like out of this world. No. Hardy Boy's song was really good. Dun, dun, I still use it now, but back then it was really 
really do. Yeah, that was a good one. Um, you think you know me. You think you know me. Triple H is first uh, solo Oh, yeah. Got nerds. Uh, let's see here. Carlos Espino says, looking at the New Japan Cup bracket, who do you think is going to be in the finals, and who do you want to be in the finals? Tanahashi's winning his side of the bracket. See, Tanahashi versus either Ibushi or Naito, if I'm guessing. Yeah, I liked your story about Ibushi. Could you imagine if Kota Ibushi won that title off of Okada? It'd be great. I don't think it's going to happen, though. I like the idea. So they were mentioning, Meltzer was mentioning mm-hmm. the idea of Tanahashi preventing Okada from tying his, his record. record for a successful title defense or at least being his opponent to yeah. tie or break the record. Yeah, yeah. that would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. So I would say Tanahashi. Yeah. I'd love to see, yeah, but I, I'd love to see a Tanahashi-Ibushi rematch. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Ibushi reached the finals. Yeah. So many interesting stories I could play out. It uh, looks like we're going to get Zack Sabre Jr. versus Naito. In the first round, yeah. Oh, that's in the first round? Okay, okay, that makes sense. Because they set some of that up in mm-hmm. the show. Um, let's see here. Jorge Uribe. I will be going to Sacramento for a week because of a business trip next year. What places do you recommend eating? Um, there's a really good uh, Italian restaurant, a couple of them here in town, called Paisano's. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a decent value for the quality of food you get. And they have mm-hmm. a really interesting menu. They got a really good uh, uh, pork fusilli dish. Mm-hmm. It's got some habanero pepper in it. It's really good. Their short ribs are outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go, to, if honestly, if you go, go so to the, Jasper's. There's like, yeah, there's an area of like uh, Midtown, mm-hmm. uh, like around R and 14, uh, that has like a little strip. That's where like Burgers and Brew is. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's that like old timey place? The Shady Lady. The Shady Lady. Yeah. There's like a bunch of really good. Yeah, there's places decent places there. around there. Midtown is really happening right now as far as the food scene. Uh huh. Um, like L and where they have Second Saturdays. Like L and oh, I forget. Like L and 18th around mm-hmm. that area. Yeah, there's a lot of restaurants. Paisano's is that area. There's a couple more down there that are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of like you know, I've heard that that you know people wanting to set up restaurants in San Francisco. I heard this years ago, so I don't know if it's still accurate. People that wanted to set up restaurants in San Francisco and finding it too expensive, we're moving out here mm-hmm. because it's far cheaper to start start up businesses. Yeah, so that's why there was a pretty significant influx of restaurant tours coming up to Sacramento starting up some really good places. Yeah. There's a lot of new breweries opening up around here too that are really good. Oh, what a good, yeah, no, this, this place is booming for like beer and food for mm-hmm. sure. Brock Lesnar. Uh, Wait. Brock without the case. Oh, okay. If you guys had to wear a wrestler's attire for a day in the desert, who would it be? You're in the desert, so I don't know, like... Kevin Owens. He's comfortable. Yeah. You're in the desert. Something like, I don't know, Shibata? Like just a pair of panties, right? Well, that's a lot of skin to be exposed. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Like, yeah, but Kevin Owens always, he wears black. Yeah, I know, but as long as the fabric like. is breathable, which I think it is. That's why yeah. he has like the Under Armour shirt. Yeah, right, 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 right. It's breathable. Yeah, that was, yeah, okay. That's a good one. Like I think Necro, uh, 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 I was going to say Necro Butcher, but like Luke Harper. Yeah. He just has, like, jeans and, like, a... Yeah, I wouldn't want that, the jeans are hot. Yeah, okay. I thought, I thought Dean Ambrose at first, but no. Okay, It's right. too hot. All right. No, I think your Kevin Owens answer is a good one. Cassius Ono. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, okay. 
Exposed legs, though. I kind of like, yeah, Kevin Owens' legs. The long shorts, and he has the kick pads covering up the lower legs. It's really just your arms you're worried about. You went on that one. That's good. I mean, if you're stranded in the desert, you're going to die. Well, it depends how long you're there. You also want want to think about what suit do I want to be found dead in. Yeah. Kevin Owens, again, it's a good one. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Logan. Do you think this angle where the bar is beating everyone is setting up for AOP to come in to challenge them? Maybe at some point. I think that's going to happen. That wouldn't surprise me. They would, like you said earlier, they wouldn't be doing the who's going to challenge us, who's going to challenge us, if they're not going to have a match. I know. Um, <laughs> Adam Darwin, if WWE did a WrestleMania in another country, do you think they would still perform the national anthem? They would perform that country's national anthem, whatever that is. And then well, I, they don't do the national anthem at WrestleMania. They do America the Beautiful. Oh, okay. Then they would probably do whatever that country's version of America the Beautiful is. Uh, oh, that's good. I like this one. Uh, Stee. If the WWE wasn't PG and wrestlers could drop F-bombs, and say whatever they wanted during the promo. The USA Network now. Yeah, I know. Who's would be who would be the most over if they could do that? Well, Braun. <laughs> You're fucking garbage. Yeah, okay, that's not fucking finished with you yet. <laughs> I'm not fucking finished. Get with these you. fucking hands. <laughs> Get these fucking hands. Oh, that's good. Anyways, that's it for the show. That was a good one. That's a good way to end. Thanks so much for watching. There's some music for you. And until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.